Welcome to today's episode. Today I want to share with you why I believe that self-love has to be mastered first to thrive in intimate relationships. Do you want to experience the full potential of your sexual energy, deep intimacy in your relationship and how it feels like to truly be in your power as a man? Can you hear the world's desperate calling for conscious, heart-centered men to rise to the occasion? Then welcome to the Heart of a King podcast, where you will find the clarity, guidance and tools that will empower you to do what it truly takes to live a life of freedom, fulfillment and bliss. So first of all, what do I mean with self-love? I mean, it's always a common thing. You might have heard that you have to love yourself first so someone else can even love you. That's not the part of it that I want to focus on today. That's also true, but that's quite well known, I would say. What I mean is how if we don't really embody this, this can show up in problems in our relationships. I see this to be one of the most important keys, if not the most important key to overcoming codependency. And also it is a very important foundation for your intimate relationship. It might sound simple and you might think you're already doing it, but the conditioning is very strong that actually suggests that we don't love ourselves first and that we actually, if we love someone, that we kind of need to give ourselves away and put ourselves after or even last often. First of all, I want to give you an example of how this can play out and definitely stick around until the end because I'm going to share my very own rituals for that, what I'm doing for the self-love. And I'm not saying that I perfectly master this and embody it perfectly in every moment, as it can be a true mastery to embody this in a healthy way that really serves you and your partner and the relationship itself. And this can show up in so many ways and so many different situations, but it always backfires in the end. If we skip embodying the self-love first and overstep our capacity to give in a healthy way. Let's look at a real life simple example for this. Let's say you and your partner, you're living together and you know that your partner is going through a really difficult phase and they're really overworked and really tired. And your intention is, of course, to support them and to be there. But let's say on that day, you had a very exhausting day yourself and you're coming home and you actually feel that you actually need to do something for yourself to feel well. But you decide that that's not that important in this moment. You just want to support them. So you're just offering to make dinner. Then you end up making dinner. And whilst you're doing that, you're actually super tired. You're draining your own batteries. And in the end, you're done and you sit down with them to have dinner together. You end up being super exhausted already during that. And you're definitely not able to be fully present with them. And in the end, actually, the conversation is going sideways. You might even end up having a fight with them. From their perspective, you're actually not being present with them and you seem super disinterested, which might not be the truth. You might actually be super interested in how they're doing and you want to be present with them. But since you've been overstepping your own needs in the first place, you don't have the capacity to actually be fully present and enjoy having dinner and actually having a heartfelt conversation. Even though you had the best intentions, this one turned out not to be such a nice evening because you've not been taking care of yourself first. And it might have been that simple that you actually are honest with yourself in that moment when you would have been like, okay, no, I'm going to skip what I need. I'm just going to go to do that for for her or for us 
So you could say, hey, maybe I'll just um, take a moment for myself, do some breath work or do some yoga, or whatever you need in that moment to feel good. Or you make yourself a cup of tea, you sit down, you meditate for a bit, check in with yourself. And then from that place where you actually fill up your own cup, you charge your own battery, you can then give from a healthy place and that will turn out a completely different way. You might have dinner half an hour later, but you will actually be able to fully be present and enjoy the conversation and the dinner together. And your partner can feel that you're giving from fullness and you actually have the capacity to give and that just feels so much better to receive as well. That's just one of many, many examples. This can show up in so many different ways. And it usually ends up in a cycle that's super common of codependency where we actually look for that love that we crave within from outside then because we did not give it to ourselves in the first place. Not to say that all the love we experience should only come from ourselves. Healthy giving and receiving is beautiful, but the foundation is coming from within. And often these patterns can be so habitual and unconscious that we do not notice them. And in the end, we just wonder what happened, uh, why our best intentions did not come across in the way we intended to. And it's like you can't fake with this, you know, it's always going to show up at some point if you don't fill up your own cup first and end up giving from an empty space, which actually does not even feel good to receive that. So I want to share with you of how this embodiment of the self-love can be practiced. The very first step is radical honesty with yourself. And that means actually checking in with yourself first, asking yourself, what do I need right now? What is the healthy capacity that I'm actually able to give right now in this moment? To really sit with that and get clear on this. And the next step is to actually embody that radical honesty also with your partner. To be honest, to communicate honestly and say, Hey, to be honest with you, I would love to support you with this right now. But first I need to take some time for myself and charge up for a moment to be able to do that. Or maybe even say, you know, I don't have the energy anymore today to help you with this or to do this for you. Might sound like that could bring conflict, but in my opinion, it's much better to actually be radically honest and share honestly what you can give and what you need rather than just pretending, yeah, it's fine. I'm just going to do all of this. And in the end, uh, it's not going to be nice to receive if it's coming from an empty place and it might not turn out well in the end anyways. So that's the first step. And then it's about the actual embodiment of that to find ways to actually in a physical way or in whatever way you need to give yourself what you need. And that can mean different types of self care, which I'm going to share in a moment what I'm doing there. And it can also mean healthy boundaries. And all of these, I encourage you to even if you're on the edge or whatever, to always be present and to be in your heart and to actually communicate it from your heart in a healthy way and not to be negative about it and not to project onto your partner like they would be doing something to you. Of course, this is true for both partners. So both have to embody this in a healthy way to really make it work. And it's incredible how much more richness and fullness and depth and trust this brings into the relationship. And how much better it feels to give love from that place. And also how much better it feels to receive love from a full place from someone. And to finish this off, like I promised, I want to share with you some of my practices that I'm doing for self-love and self-care that really charge me up and give me the energy to actually give from a full place. So on a weekly base, depending on where I am and how the availability is, I like to go to a place that is completely designed for relaxation and recharging. For example, 
going to a nice spa where they have saunas, steam rooms and all these things. And there's a beautiful area and garden where it's like designed to just relax and chill out and just go there and leave my phone, take a journal maybe with me to write down some inspiration I might get. And other than that, to just spend the day or at least half the day there to just chill out and recharge. Have some hot saunas, some cold plunges and some things like that. I like to do that at least once a week or to have a really good massage, for example, as well. That really charges up my batteries long term and treating myself to things like this is an expression, an embodied expression of self-love for me and self-care. And on a daily basis, I like to do breath work, have a cold shower or do some stretching or yoga. Of course, I sometimes still end up missing one or more of these practices, but in the end, it just pays off to have a healthy routine and rituals that really recharge you. And when it's just within the day and I just need something to recharge myself, center myself, I just like to have a cold shower, for example, to do some breath work as well, do some stretching, sit down for a meditation, checking in with how I'm feeling. And of course, the possibilities are endless and you can get super creative with that. So just encouraging you to sit down with yourself, ask yourself, what would really recharge me on a weekly basis? And what would really center and nurture myself on a daily basis? And what's my go-to if I just need some nurturing throughout the day to charge me up? All in all, I can just say that it hugely pays off to work on embodying this, to really nurture yourself in this way. It's just bringing so much more richness into your life, into your relationship and into the life of your partner as well. Thank you for joining us for the Heart of a King podcast. Make sure to follow the podcast and turn on your notifications so you won't miss out on any new episodes coming out.